Are you tired of podcasts that don't talk about things? Well, here we are. Come listen to Waffles, Waffles and, and Mario, Mario talk, talk about, about things. things. Thank you for listening to the intro to Waffles and Mario talk, talk about, about things. things. Hello and welcome to Waffles and Mario talk about things. My name is Waffles and I am, of course, here with my host. Hey, this is me, Mario. I'm totally Mario and everything's fine. Now, the situation this week is we were invited onto one of the other shows on the Necropodicon Network, uh, which is, of course, the fantastic indie film review. Seriously, if you aren't listening to it, you should be. It's great. And uh, we were meant to be sitting down and interviewing the hosts of that show. Unfortunately, things fell through and yeah, they just yeah. couldn't make it on the show, which is, of course... You know, I heard he got testicular torsion, which is a oh. really bad, really bad case. Jared, he was supposed to be on the show, so yep. he can't be on. I'm Mario, by the way, if you weren't of sure. Of course. Uh, Definitely yes. Mario. Well, that goes without saying, yes. Um, I and just like to say it, because that's what Mario does. Is he, he says does. He's he always he saying is. his name. I mean, you, you, Mario. Uh, yes, I would yes. know. Yes, because that's me. Of course. Mario. Uh, and so we decided that, uh, well, uh, we, we sat down and we decided uh, we've already watched the film yes. uh, that we were going to talk to the boys about. And so we thought, why, why don't we just attempt yes. our, our own version of the uh, indie film re- review? Absolutely. And the film that he wanted to watch was uh, 1977's uh, Dog is Spelled God Backwards. And I mean, it's just such a classic. It was really looking forward to really discussing it with him, but I guess yeah. me and you could I, I think be, yeah, be being I, Mario and, you know, we could well, probably just discuss it together. I mean, know? we've watched movies in the past, and of course we've I've both seen listened, films. We've both listened to every episode of uh, IFR before, and so mm-hmm. I think we know the formula quite well. I reckon we could do our own version, but shh, don't tell the boys, because they might get a little upset <laughs> that we've stolen boys. their concept. Um so yeah, so Dog Spelt Backwards is God from yeah. 1977. What a pretty clumsy title, if you ask me. I mean, uh, who would yeah. come up with such a stupid title? But I mean, that's an independent film for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Independent films, am I right? It's a bit like independent podcasting. It's just it's a bit of a, <laughs> oh, a wild shot in terms of what you get. Oh, you. That's what Waffles would say. Oh, true. Me, Waffles, <laughs> the host. <laughs> Of course, would say that. Uh, so, do, do you want but to... I would never say that because I'm Mario. No, of course not. If you would just like to break down down the film and just uh, tell us a bit about what your experience watching the film was. Well, this was, uh, you know, a classic Keanu Reeves vehicle. Mm. Back before Where... he made it big, of course. Yes, yes, yeah, obviously, and uh, he. Is it's a really a coming of age story where uh, a man falls in love with his dog yes and classic um, sound does quite yeah I, it's tales all this time yep. we've seen it beauty and the beast i mean it's basically the but, same yeah. film yes. really I, I kind of wonder which came first the beauty of the beast but uh, that's here nor there no and um you know i just i guess if we're in the spirit of the show i really want to throw uh, a question to you is uh, oh, please do you think yes do you think sylvester stallone's acting as the dog was uh, sufficient for the role that it demanded. I feel I've seen Sylvester Stallone play a dog before. Mm-hmm. And so I know he can do it. Yes. And I'm just wondering, because those films, of course, were after this film, of course, their, their very famous film in the 80s, just called Dog, starring Sylvester Stallone. He was great in that. And I was just wondering, was this the film that he cut his teeth on playing a dog? Because 
and some spots you could sort of see him forget his lines. I'm fairly sure I heard him meow once. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and whether that just comes down to uh, bad directing or whether it was some sort of artistic vision that the film was going for that they didn't yes. quite achieve, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. But it was an admirable effort. I, mm-hmm. I have to say, it's not easy playing an animal. They say never work with animals and children, which is why I understand they cast Stallone for the role. But it could have been better. It could have been better. I mean, and as Mario, I've played many different animals yes, you in my have. time as an actor of being Mario. And I mean, I've never seen a dog portrayed this way. I mean, the meows kind of threw me off. But mm. I will say that scene where Keanu actually cut his teeth Oh, yes. Cut the dog's teeth. Very powerful. Very emotional. Oh, they... I was I on the edge say, of my seat. If they were ever to give Oscars to an independent film, this would have been the one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or Oscar Myers. I mean, oh, yeah. To a lesser degree. They deserved all the wieners, I, I have to say. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Come on. To, come a on. wiener for a wiener. It a just wiener makes sense. It just now, makes sense. Now, if I could just disrupt the formula a bit and throw a question to you. Oh, this is highly irregular. That's Very Mario. highly irregular. Very, uh, but as, as Waffles... What did you think of Paul Giamatti playing the fairy godmother? This is a great question. I love this question. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I'll say to that is he's, he's such an unorthodox actor. And I, I really thought it was interesting how he tried to, it was almost like he was channeling his later roles in sideways mm. with his uh, extreme depression and alcoholism. And yes. uh, the, the, the way he, uh, you know, um, really took it out on inanimate objects. Uh, and yet, for uh, some really reason, it was very upbeat. <gasps> yes. <laughs> well, that was the clown makeup. Oh, yeah. Oh, clown I makeup think... makes anything happier and not scary at all. No, I This think is that... what Mario's would say. That makeup is certainly pulling its weight. Yes. Oh, also, my name is Mario's now. It's not Mario. I changed yes. it. Oh, which you do all the time. You've uh, never did I mention I fell down some stairs recently and I haven't felt table? Well, salad? that's fine. I mean, no, no I'm good, Mario. Just... A bit of a, a peek behind the curtains just for our listeners, if you don't mind. Mario, he's often, when we record... That's me, Mario. You are Mario, yes. Yes, uh, he's I know that. He's often not in, in uh, the right frame of mind. Um, as, as some of you might be aware, Mario has, of course, gone through um, severe medical treatments over the years uh, that we've been doing the show, uh, the which is why, stairs. of course, every show is different. Um, we've tried to stick with a theme, but Mario has memory issues. And so he can't remember the theme, uh, mm. which is why we tried to script the show at one stage. Uh, Mario, of course, couldn't remember. I'm actually reading from a script. You are? Right yes. now, yes. This was also in the script. So. It is in the script, yes. Uh, which is why, of course, the show is improvised because Mario just can't get, stick to script just because of the amount of stairs that he's fallen down. Uh, and I mean, he, I keep asking him, saying, look, do you want me to keep pushing you down the stairs? And he insists that he'll be fine. Uh, very much like in this film, uh, when you know Keanu Reeves gets hit in the head and he forgets everything, and then he gets hit in the head again, he remembers everything. Uh, you throw somebody down the a flight of stairs once, and uh, they end up with uh, traumatic injuries. You throw it's them down again, science. and they're fine. It is it is scientifically. It's just uh, science, and I'm just trying to get that frame of mind just leveled. You know, yep. sometimes it just becomes unleveled, and then I become Mario's, and then blood comes out of my ears. Yes. Uh, and so I uh, just want to give us um, 
a bit of a background on how this film was made. Uh, you've done a bit of research into the background of this movie, uh, you know, the director, the producer, all of that sort of stuff, the, the film circuits, the accolades, all that sort of jazz. And so I just want to take, give us a bit of a background into just the general making of God's oh, yeah, Start sure. Backwards' is Dog, a 1977 film. Well, uh, this film was made by Flint Wiggles, uh, mm-hmm. He wasn't uh, very well known then, but he, of course, went on to to make uh, Tambourine Hat, which mm-hmm. is classic now. Everyone loves Tambourine Hat. Yes. And uh, he wanted to really save money on this film, so he, he filmed most of it in his uh, bathroom in a tub. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, uh, to get these such high-name actors to really just film in his tub... I thought was bold for all of them. I mean, oh yeah, pretty low budget, you know, it's independent, but uh, uh, to, to just get the camera rigging in there, I really thought, because they had to knock out an entire, the fourth wall just to get in and really get those shots. But that's and, what you do uh, as a filmmaker. You have to make sacrifices. They had a state-of-the-art green screen, you know, mm-hmm. for the 70s. And yeah. uh, they were really able to transport us to uh, basically anywhere they you know, wanted to go. Cinematography was done by uh, 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 Skimp Shrimps, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, very famous for um, uh, uh, blood on my nose because I fell down the stairs. My name is Waffles. Yep. You know, I just really had a potato in my rectum when I um, emancipated Mario's. Very good points. Uh, and I must say that um, the, the effort that went into making this film, the sacrifices made, the potatoes in the rectum i think were quite a a revolutionary filmmaking technique that we haven't really seen Mm -hmm. uh imitated since but somewhere out there there is a director who will notice this film notice uh the potato in the rectum filmmaking Mm -hmm. style i mean it was a hit at sundance obviously i mean we don't really even need to review this because i feel like so many people have seen it this is more of like a celebration of the film and the yeah. art of filmmaking, Mario's. It's almost like the film, even though it's it's a simple story about a man and a dog. Who is a man in a dog suit. Oh, yes, yes. It, it's very much, I, I believe, a reflection of the film industry as it stood during that day. And so this film is sort of a time capsule mm-hmm. of 1977 independent film. Yes. Uh, and so it's not... So in reviewing this this film, we're not just reviewing Dog Spelt Backwards as God's A 1977 film. We're kind of reviewing the independent filmmaking industry that existed in 1977. Exactly. And I feel like this film single-handedly birthed Dadaism oh, yeah. and giving way to modern art as we know of today. So not only did it affect film, but it, it is affecting other mediums it bled mm. through that's how it profound did. this movie yes. is yes and of course we all remember succinctly the uh, 1980 presidential race and our all the candidates running quoted in their speeches this film it, that's right it was sort of quite that weird moment that because only people in the independent film circuit really knew this movie and only a few historians a have, have really uh, have really picked up on this but for some reason both democrat and republicans all mm-hmm. running and, and not just for president for, for, for the house for the senate uh, you know for minor races and stuff like that for some reason this film 
was almost tailor made for political speeches. Uh, do mm-hmm. you want to go in mm-hmm. and talk a, a bit more about how I that mean, came about? I'm, it, it was really all about the Hands Across America movement. Like mm. this film really spawned that. And I feel like it spoke to both sides. Poli- I mean, at least in America, but I wouldn't know because I'm Mario's. But yes. uh, it, it, it really touched the world in a way that the world probably shouldn't have been touched, but it was. Mm. But I mean, and it I was mean, the 70s. Back, yes, back then it was yeah. okay. Today it's not okay. No. And we're not here for that. Different standard. And uh, just we you need to at, ask permission. We and Waffles and Mario, uh, of course, are very Mario's. against, and Mario's, of course, are very against inappropriate touching. And now, so, appropriate touching. Now, appropriate touching, we're all about. We, we touch things appropriately all the time. In fact, we, we hope, listener, uh, that by listening to this, we have touched your heart as you have certainly touched ours. And I must say, ears. It's a very inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's appropriate. It better be appropriate because if it's not appropriate, maybe you want to call our lawyers. Of course, it, we t- we're kind of getting a bit sidetracked here as we often do. Why don't we uh, talk about certain scenes we loved? Yes. I'd really want to hear uh, maybe what your, your favorite scenes of the film was. I must say that opening scene where there's just that dolly shot coming into the house. Mm-hmm. Dolly Parton showed up. Yes. Dolly absolutely. Parton showed up. Of, of course, star-studded cast. But of course, all before their times. Um, so that Dolly Parton shot just coming into the house. And it's a one shot. There's like a, a good sort of 10 minutes at the beginning of this film. I've never seen a one Dolly Parton shot, like no. all in one take. I've never seen it. No, it was sort of just- Fantastic. Absolutely amazing technical craft. Marius. Of course, uh, going going into the production of this, that just really impressed me. That scene in uh, in the middle of the film when they're shooting and Keanu Reeves is is looking down at Sylvester Sloan and he's saying, "Look, it's non conventional for a young boy to marry his dog," and then the camera just drops to the ground and you hear, oh fuck, I've dropped the camera. And it just keeps filming for 10 minutes as everyone is frantically running around and trying to reset the scene. Mm -hmm. Now that's, that's really, really spoke to me as, Mm -hmm. as an audience. It felt very Lynchian. It felt very, uh, uh, Finchian. Mm-hmm. It felt um, almost Grinchian. All the Inchians. All the yes. Inchians. Except for Inchian itself. It definitely wasn't Inchian. It was more. No, oh, no. Absolutely no. not. No, it was uh, for a European film, I'd have to say it was sort of Centimeterian. Mm. So, what about you? What was your favorite scene? Oh, there's so many scenes. Gosh. If I could only narrow them down. Well, there was that one scene when they, they finally decided to leave the tub. And I felt like that oh. was a really breakthrough moment. Yes. Where. Um, the boy and the dog, they got out of the tub. He said, you know what? We're done with this. We're done with what other people think about our love. Uh, we're going to go out into the world. We're going to build our own tub. And yes. they, they immediately got out of that tub and got into another tub. But it was a bigger tub. and It was a nicer tub. Yes. And I really appreciate that. And, and there was that 10-minute scene, scene of them uh, just scrubbing the tub and, and cleaning it. And it was almost like they were cleaning themselves. Oh, very metaphorical. Like, you could just layers upon layers. Yeah, and, but they were cleaning those layers. They were. They were, they were cleaning away the layers of yeah. grime, of yes. soap scum, of graffiti. Yes. You could clearly see the reflection of the whole cast and crew in the tub when they had finished cleaning it. Yes, yes. But I think that's almost uh, a meta narrative on yes. us. 
Oh, it's almost as like, the audience. Yes, I don't want you to forget that you are watching a film because usually mm. you want to forget it, but this film wants you to remember. Yes. And even remember film. Even that scene where they just, when they clean the tub, and I remember Sylvester Stallone, just so in character in that moment, starts licking the camera lens. Mm -hmm. Oh, now that was just beautiful acting, I must say, from his part. It just yeah. inspired. Yeah. And, and when, just, when they, they did that uh, uh, homage to Pink Flamingos when he took a shit and yes. then uh, ate it. I mean, oh. just wow. What a great reference. Absolutely. Just amazing. Amazing filmmaking. I mean, what's that poop fake though? Come on, let's be real. Oh, I, I, for fake poop. Nineteen seventy-seven. Fake poop, uh, For a uh, fake poop, Mario? Maybe. I, I don't know. It, it did. It did look like Cadbury might have manufactured mm. the poop. Um, was well, a bit grainy. I do like a grain though on a film. Yeah, yeah. It it really. And of course, we haven't even mentioned the fact that this whole film was filmed in sepia tone. That's true. That's yeah. true. And and so it really just had that vintage look for it. What's a vintage film for us today? For the time, it looked vintage. It was almost found footage before found footage. Mm. Well, it's almost like we found it together. Oh, yes. It, it's and, almost. Uh, I think there's another copy of this, actually. I see it up at the top of my stairs, Marios. And I think I might go up there to take a look at it. Okay, I, I mean, just compare uh, and contrast, and and yeah, yeah just see. uh, just to see what's going on. Ah! I'm fine. I didn't fall. I just um, slipped the disc. Uh, well, you know, just slip it back. I mean, it's on Blu-ray. It's so a frisbee. We slip discs all the time here. At, I slipped uh, on the disc. Yes, but I'm fine. I mean, it's my fault for not putting it away. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm usually cleaner than this. Yeah, we do live together, don't we? We do. I thought, yes. I know this, but I feel like we would just tell the audience. Is that not established? I thought that people knew that we were life partners, but never mind. It's uh, a conversation for another day. Um, I do want to tell you, though, like, you don't really, I feel like I clean the tub a lot, and I just kind of feel like, like, I didn't make you watch this movie to bring this up, but I just feel like it's actually you know, it's become apparent to me that you're not pulling your weight around here. And I feel like you really need to step up. Wow. Uh, considering that the last film we watched was, of course, this film called Dust, which was 90 minutes of somebody vacuuming. Dust uh, I mean, that's a classic, though. It's, it's a classic. It's, it is a classic. And, and of course, uh, I can't... It's a Miyazaki film. It is. And, and it was a beautiful film. And I loved the film, but it just felt like you're getting to a point. I mean, considering uh, that, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you, you uh, made me watch Dirty Dishes. Uh, and then, of course, can't forget, you know, when my family was over and we were doing a film night and uh, you made us uh, watch Dirty Laundry. And so I kind of feel that your film choices... I mean, to be fair, we did watch Dirty Dancing right after that. So I feel we like did. that was a nice palate cleanser. That was nice. And I, I mean, I had forgotten that I put my baby in a corner. Uh, and so if I hadn't watched that film, the baby might still be in a corner. Um, <sighs> but now the baby's in a car. And, Child services. Uh, yes. Uh, mm. Well, I mean, we avoided that because of that mm. film. And uh, of course... Uh, thank God we didn't watch Million Dollar Baby. Otherwise, I might have just sold that baby on the black market because you, you know me, I could use the money. But, uh, so, I, I mean, it's a good thing we had. I mean, and we want your baby to be a baby boss. So, yes. we don't want something bad to happen to him. We'd, we'd like the baby to grow up. We would like the baby to grow up. Grown ups. Yes. Which is a film that we don't watch here because that was not an independent film. Um, 
And and so, what was your rating of this film? What did what would you have given mm. this film? Uh, of course, over our patented waffles and Mario's rating system. Well, if we're going by our patented waffles and Mario's, as we do every week rating on, on system, the show, of course, yes, I would have to give it two hot pants and a bag of crisps. You really thought the film was that bad? Uh, yeah, it wasn't. I, don't, I mean, I really praised it. You know, I really did. But I, I think at the end of the day, uh, this it was the sepia. Mm. It was the sepia. It was. I'm a, I'm a bit sleepy on the sepia. I mean, it could have just been uh, the fact that the television that we watched it on, I kind of broke. And so it only shows everything in sepia. Mm. Uh, mm. It could have been that. Um, and, but... I, and maybe I could maybe like not be so hard on it, Mario's because of that but maybe I, I feel you are so i am and i will okay mario's i i, I mean i i it's your rating it, it's thank I, you i'm not going to disagree with you it um, is my rating it is so relax i'm un- i'm relaxed jeez uh, okay. I, I, right. I think i i if i were to give the film something i would be giving this film to my parents so they could watch it that's my rating of oh, what i give the film i give great. it away um mm. because i don't Wait, does that mean you like game. it Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I'm like, here, watch this amazing film about a boy and his dog. Because, of course, I had a dog once. Mm. I loved that dog. Uh, and then it went uh, to a farm um, mm. and lived out the rest of its life in a farm, uh, chasing uh, you know, squirrels and things, which, are, which is weird because you don't have squirrels in New Zealand, which, of course, you know living in New Zealand. I absolutely know that. Yes. Because I am... I am, I am, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're the person am, who you are. And yeah, uh, yes. And you are uh, very disappointed that my dog oh, was sent away. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Right. It's, yes. Which is weird. Marius. Cause they gave it away right after it got hit by that truck, mm. which I thought was just a weird coincidence, but you know, uh, apparently uh, Fluffy McDuffie is is up there chasing squirrels in the Taranaki. So what do I know? Uh, of course, as we like to do every week uh, on the show uh, after we've watched the film, uh, we like to reenact a scene from the film, but we want to make it better. And, and so what Absolutely. scene have you chosen for us to reenact and how would you improve it? I would like to do the the final, the climax, if you will, where uh, we have Keanu and uh, his dog are facing off against the pterodactyl. Right. And do you want to play Keanu or do you want to play the dog? I think I, think I could, you know, as Mario's, I feel like I'm better as a dog. Fair enough. You know? I feel like that's just in my wheelhouse. Right. Yeah, okay. I, I agree with that. I, I think that you were born to play Keanu Reeves playing the boy in this film. Uh, I think you, you were tailor-made. And of course, we all know I do a fantastic Stallone impression. Uh, and so I'm actually really excited to see how this goes. Oh, so you want to play the dog? Oh, no, no. You, uh, you're playing the no, dog. Why don't we both Keanu. play the dog and we'll both play... <laughs> we'll both Keanu. play Keanu, yes. Uh, <laughs> if you want to take it away, we're now going to cut to the final scene of Dog Spelt Backwards is God, a 1977 film. Whoa, dog. I can't believe this is happening. Woof. Oh, yeah, totally, man. I mean, 
like this is like an existential crisis that I've never experienced in my oh boom mic the boom mic is it's hitting my head. Are we good? We're still recording. Oh okay. Uh, and, uh dog. Get to the chopper. Uh, um, why? Did you just talk? I'll be wait, back. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. Wait, I am is this? Is this I, Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, wait I am Sylvester Stallone playing <laughs> no, uh, a dog. Wolf. Just, wait a minute. <laughs> Take off this Sylvester Stallone mask. Is this? Fine. It is me, acclaimed bodybuilder from Austria, <laughs> Angela Merkel. Oh, my God. Oh, is there a pterodactyl coming out of you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and, uh, ah. What a stunning way of ending wow. the film. I think we, we improved wow. upon it. I think that was Bravo. certainly absolutely. the superior performance. Abs- absolutely. And of course, that was straight from the script. We're reading from the script. Uh, and so... Mario's. Of course. Overall, uh, would you recommend this film uh, to people to watch? Yes, but I also think I need to go to the hospital. I think you probably need to go to hospital about an hour ago when we started recording. I don't sound good. I don't sound like I normally do, and I, I feel sick. And the, there's just so much blood. And I, you, you pushed me down the stairs and I've just been laying here. And then I almost fell again and you didn't help. And I just, just doesn't feel like you care about me. And just, well, no, because I care about the content. I care about our listeners. I care about every week putting out a quality show for people to listen to where we talk about independent film even though there are other podcasts that do a better job at talking about independent film than we do. And of course, some people might say, oh, you guys are an improvised comedy podcast that don't really talk about anything. You just talk about random stuff every week. But if you secretly have been listening all the way along, you'll notice that every single one of our episodes is based on an independent film. That's right. Only secret listening, though. If you just regularly listen, you won't catch that because you're dumb. You are. You have to, of course, do certain audio techniques that we're not going to go into because... If you were a true fan, you would have figured it out by now. True believer, if you will. True believer. True believer indeed. Justin Bieber. And so I think that just about wraps up our show. Now, uh, do you want to give final thoughts, Mario's? Um, Just generally about stuff? Just, you know, that I'm definitely Mario or Mario's and that I feel like we saw that film together and I feel like it really got through to you and I feel like we're going to definitely get some chores done together, me and you. Yes. And how, did, how did you feel about it? Well, I feel uh, that I'm going to go take a bath um, just for a reason. Uh, I, I mean, there's just something about it that I just feel unclean having watched yeah. it. Is it okay if I like take a bath with you, but like put this collar on? Yes. Uh, I mean, considering we only have the one tub and... Uh. Uh, the only clean item of clothing in this whole house is that collar. I, th- I think it's more yeah. appropriate. I think I'm just going to get on all fours too, if that's okay. That's perfectly fine. I, I mean, I, I don't mind that at all. And, and of course, as we say at the end of every episode, go this is, is a, a doghouse. Hi, I'm Gerald from the Indian Review Film Podcast, and I like to make fun of people 
I fail to understand, you know, actually, well done. Thanks for appearing in this episode. Uh, if you want to look up the Indie Film Review Podcast, uh, it's, a, it's a great podcast. It's on the Necropoticon website, but it's also on various other platforms. Go listen to them. They're great guys. Uh, I didn't need to record this preamble. I just really wanted to be in this episode. Um, and if you are my work colleague, Claire, from work, have a good baby. If you are listening to this, which I would be, yeah. Gosh, dang it. What is it, Filson? Well, Tommy, I just got done listening to the Roleplaying Guys podcast. And? It was painfully informative. All they do is talk about games I've never heard of. What do you mean? Well, every season they take a new TTRPG and they playtest it. Like I just listened to the season where they play Corporea. Oh, you mean the awesome cyberpunk game set in the corporate-controlled future? Yeah, that's the one. Ah, and they also played this game called Numenera? That's the one about the post-apocalyptic future where a ton of knowledge has been lost, but ancient technology is being found, right? Yes, and Wrath and Glory, have you ever heard of that? Of course, I love Warhammer 40k. Jeez, you sure know a lot of these games. I sure do, but I haven't had the time, and my adventuring party hates testing out new games. I guess you might like the show. All I know is I'm tired of learning all these new games. Thanks. I'll have to check them out. If Tommy sounds like you, a passionate game lover looking for the next game to try out, you are sure to love the Roleplaying Guys podcast. Every week they come out with a new episode, and every season it's a new game. They test out new games so you don't have to. If you sound more like Filson, stay as far away from this podcast as possible. You might inadvertently come across a new game that you'll love and you'll have to learn all about it. The Roleplaying Guys is a Necropodicon show. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.